The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Here, 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 here. The preseason <clears throat> is over. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Barry Church is What's in the house and in the building. Surprised I didn't see you today at the uh, the Ryder Cup captain's picks. I should have been there. I should have been no, there. I'm on the way, though. I'm on the way. I'm could've, telling could've, you, I'm leaping out there right now. No, player, no. No, no brothers on the team. Uh, <laughs> Harrison is here. What's up? Ain't no brothers hey. for real on the All right. They ain't picked no one. Man, that's crazy. We got Colin Myra Carr, so, you know, we have a minority. Just Tony, Tony Fino, I ain't get no. Dang. No. That's out of pocket. No, no, That's out of pocket. Not, not one of the uh, six, six captains. Mm. No. Uh, Danny McCray. Hello, Hello, sir. How you doing, man? All right. All good. Newey Scruggs. That, that, that is me. <laughs> EMI and I am him. So, we might as well just jump. Yeah, just jump no, no. No, we ain't. We're going to jump into congratulations, Newey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring it home to that. Emmys. What's that, 20? Night. What's that, 20 now? 12. 12? Mirror? Okay, I mean, 12. Just mirror? 12. Mirror? Okay. You got, you, you got to bring them all in one time. Yeah. No. You should take yeah. a picture. You on know, a cart. You know how Mike did that with all the written, you know, all those yeah. trophies in the back. You need to put yeah. that in front, James. And you got the J's, too. You got your collection where you got them. <laughs> man. Congratulations, though, New. That's nah, big time, sure. man. That's man, big I, time. I, I appreciate it. Um, I got to bring my daughter with me. That's dope. And That's dope. teared up talking about it because she's born on the 25th of July. And I remember when she was born, 2006, six days later, I ended up going to training camp because Terrell Owens was on the team that year. My boss was uh, from Philadelphia, and so she knew all that T.O. did for their TV mm-hmm. experience. So she's like, one there. So ended up six days later going out there. So left the wife and my mom with two small girls, mm. and they handled it. So a lot of times I missed her birthday. This year I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to miss it. You're on your senior year. And so I wanted her to be there and experience it. And That's I thanked dope. her for, for always, you know. And God, you, you all, all three of you understand, you know, you have made sacrifices in your life where you feel at times like, you know, you weren't there for your family, but you're also doing what you need to do yeah, no for doubt. them so you can no provide doubt. the lifestyle. So that was cool. Hugged Haley Sutton as she got off the stage after oh, she that's won. That's big time. That's big of DallasCowboys.com. And... No, we we got emotional because I, I was like, you know, you should you should do it. And then when she got nominated, I'm like, you know, go, go to show because you can win. And then Kyle Yeoman, same thing. I talked to Kyle and his uh-huh. wife when we were uh, eating a seafood restaurant out in Oxnard. And I said, you have a 50% chance of winning because the Emmy, the no, Emmy nomination came out. I said, like, you should wear a tux. He wore the tux. Anyway, yeah, it like, is. He won. Is. That was cool. And then, of course, Isaiah stand back, you know. Watching him win, gave him a big hug when he got to stay. He he almost didn't walk over and get his get his uh, Emmy trophy. Too excited? Too excited. Right. <laughs> go go back. That and way, and then of course, uh, Mr. Ferguson here at DallasCowboys.com. I think he won. I mean, he was like LeBron out there. Not one, not two, not three. He probably won, but four or five of them. Uh, great job by the DallasCowboys.com team. I mean, it's n- no one. I don't think anyone more won more Emmys than Dallas Cowboys. Uh, media uh it was it was it was a heck of a night so uh to be a part of it but just really man and watch other people who you haven't seen win those first ones that was magical man it was that's really good. cool and that's huge yeah that was cool so i, I got to be on a, a part of a good night with a whole lot of people so appreciate it fellas no it's, doubt. A, it's no an doubt. honor to congrats do so now talk about what people care about <laughs> trey lance 
Ooh, Trey, Trey Lance. Oh, Trey, Trey, Trey. Cowboys gave up next year's fourth round pick to get the 2021 number three overall quarterback that the San Francisco 49ers gave up three number one picks for. I'm going to start with you positive, heck. <laughs> Let's heck, go. Let's positive go. heck I, I have a spin this. on this. this is what I want to hear. He just hit us with the Kawhi Leonard. He did. <laughs> 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 he, just he, did. he did. He did. Yes. Yes. Hey, I'm a funny guy. That's wild. Hey, hey, that's wild. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only that slide. Put it on it. Put it. Put the mic. Put the light on. Make it hot. Make Stop. it hot. What, what? What about Trey Lance? What? Do, what? Do, what do you want me to say What's about your thoughts on that big dog? You know, look. It, it's probably a, a move that's made for. Uh, future insurance. People will talk about leverage mm-hmm. with Trey Lance and all that. I, I didn't look at the move as as anything short of a young, up and coming quarterback that possibly could be developed in your system. That's all I saw. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of the DAC competition arguments. I didn't think that this was a. It, it couldn't be a. Le- if it's a leverage move, then you up the standards on who the guy is, his experience in the NFL, all of those things. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that. Dak, excuse me, Dak is threatened by bringing in Trey Lance. Um, I think if anything for Dak, after Trey Lance has been bought on, for me, if I want to put a positive spin on it, I hope that Dak embraces Trey Lance, takes him under his wing, and teaches him everything that he needs to know about playing the quarterback position because I doubt he got that when he was in San Francisco from Garoppolo or anybody else that was trying to help him develop as a quarterback. This is a young guy, 6'3", 225 pounds, he can't run. Mm -hmm. The arm strength, decision-making, all of those things need to be settled. I mean, he's very inexperienced, won won the job last year, uh, but then lost it due to the injury, mm-hmm. and we know Mr. Irrelevant, Josh Pr- Wally pipped him. Wally pipped him. He Wally ran with. He ran off with the bag. So Did Sam Darnold get him too. Yes, yes. 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 Oh, Sam yeah. McCain got him too. We seen yeah. Sam. He got got. And, and so, but look, man, no one's welcomed this brother to Dallas. So welcome to Cowboy Nation, my man Trey Lance. And look, like I said, if you guys are gonna try and stir the pot and say that this in some way is Dak needing to be. Uh, on his best behavior because Trey Lance is standing behind him. I, I'm, I'm going to be really intrigued by that. Okay. All right. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I listen. Right. I, I think I think the, the most confusing part is what everybody else is talking about. Of like, oh, we not going to tell nobody that we're going that we going to get the guy, uh, and 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 not telling people, which you got the right not to do that. But then now it's a big thing, right? Because now everybody knows. And then, like you said, you get to see Dak out there. He didn't look happy uh, with having to answer the question or his response. It didn't look happy. Uh, he didn't look happy doing that either. Um, I do think it's a little strange. Um, for whatever for whatever we want to say, all right, yeah, it's not this, it's not that. The timing of it, you know, with contract coming up, uh, Dak has been injured for the last couple of years where he had to miss time. Um, so you look at it and you say – Less for Dak, more for man. What's up with Cooper Rush? My man did nothing last year but prove that he was probably probably one of the most serviceable backups in the league. Yeah, All right, right. now now you got Trey Lance coming up in here, right? And Dak coming up on a contract uh, issue next season. A guy who has been injured. So if Dak misses time, now now you gonna have that conversation of like who who is it? Is it Cooper Rush or is it Trey Lance? And then you said develop him. For what? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Develop him into what? The first rounder that that, that they hoped that he was going to be when they had him on the draft board? 
Because if that okay. happens, then what? Yeah. If if you are able to to develop Trey Lance into what you had hoped he would be, then what? And then you you already hope that Dak is what what you've paid him to be yeah. eighty million dollars to be a championship quarter a caliber quarterback. The, two things. This is my new saying. Two things can be true at the same time. <laughs> two things can be true. Dak is still Dak. He has he can't be threatened by a guy. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying Dak should be threatened. Okay, I'm talking about saying? the decision to do it. You pick <clears throat> him up, like you said. You said probably to develop him into being what. Everybody had hoped he would be when San Francisco gave up all those picks. And you say number three pick in the draft, he has the potential to be sky, his potential is sky high, right? Okay, new change of scenery here. Coming over to Dallas, now we're going to get him and we're going to hopefully develop him into what we had thought he was going to be. Once you reach that point, right? If you do, if you are able to develop him into the number three pick, the guy with all the potential, then what? Then you hope another team wants him, and you can potentially use that as a bargaining chip for a higher trade. That's what I believe. Because if you're paying eighty million dollars to a quarterback, Dak is about to be extended. How many more years does that does that give him on his contract? Are we talking about another three, four years with Dak on, on contract here at the Dallas Cowboys? And I think within three to four years, that development that we're talking about with Trey Lance will have happened, and that bargaining chip could be parlayed into higher picks. They, they extended that already. It, it, we that's you just you just you just said that, that that's what's on the horizon for Dak. So no, no, I didn't say that. Okay, I didn't, I, I didn't say nothing about no. Extension. So you don't. So you don't feel as I though said, this team is going to extend. Contract, that. I said there's a contract issue coming up next year where you are going to de- decide. Okay, you have to decide. But I'm saying in the meantime, <laughs> you got a number three pick that's behind Cooper <clears> Rush. <throat> where people are going to say, all right, well, why is he here? Why? Yeah, I mean, I understand it a little bit, I guess. Um, you know, overall, I just think it was a strange move um, when I think about it. Because, look, when we're talking about a guy in Trey Lance, yes, he was a, a third overall pick. But, I mean, look, the, the guy's inexperienced. He played, what, 17 games in college total? Maybe if, the, if that, you know, came here, couldn't really beat out the guys that he needed to beat out to become that guy. So, I don't think Dak's threatened at all, you know, by Trey. To me, I think it was a strange move because you, you can use that fourth to address some other issues on the squad. I think there's more priorities on the squad than getting a guy that maybe can contend for a backup and maybe he has a high ceiling and can be this guy. But to me, you, you were set. You had Cooper Rush at the backup quarterback. You could have developed Will Greer. Nobody's asking Will Greer to come out here and be you know something special, but he could have got developed in there. There's other needs on this this team, talking about the offensive line, right. that I think we could have spent a fourth rounder on to, to bring someone in. I mean, you talk about guys that we have here now. Well, let's go. He was basically red-shirted. Shoulder injury again. I mean, they say nothing's really wrong with him, but you know, can he withstand 17 games? We know what you know, 77 can happen. You know, can happen on that side. So I just feel like there was there was we could have took that fourth rounder and could have addressed other needs on the team besides a backup quarterback. I understand he he could be super athletic and the ceiling is high, but when you're already set at that position, I mean, I, I just don't see why. That's my. Did we address a backup quarterback need? And that's another. Cooper Rush is there. He's there. So, he's proven. So that's that's why that's what makes it more confusing. Like why? So so then what next? He's just gonna be a backup here with Cooper Rush there? Or we think we are gonna lose Cooper Rush? Like what? I, it's not my you know not my. Cooper Rush was a free agent at the end of this season, and no one picked him up, and he ended up resigning with us. So why is it okay to to develop Will Greer, but not develop Trey Lance, a talent that you know that the ceiling is a lot higher than Will Greer? I mean, moves are made all the time, and that's that's just one that was made. Nobody's crying about the fourth round draft pick that that was given up because you can always pick up another one during the season. 
So, I mean. It, oh, listen, I, I like Dak. I, I can tell you oh. like him a lot. Oh, of course I do. <laughs> of course but, I do. But, but, the fact but even, is, even with that sarcasm, me and you both know that Dak's back is against the wall and he has to perform this year, well, even facts. for that contract that you're talking about, no, right? I know, I, I, but I, that's what we're saying, though. We're we saying the timing based off the fact that we do know <laughs> that Dak needs to perform this year and the timing of picking up that draft pick is, is what makes it like, oh, now you have to really think about why it happened versus if, if – this was Dak just signing his contract a couple years ago, then you wouldn't have that same thought. Then it would be more of like, oh, yeah, they just developing developing him, and then hopefully they can use him as a trade piece. The timing of, like, people have been talking about extending Dak, and then all of a sudden you go trade a fourth to get a guy to come in here is what makes it questionable. Even if it's not, it's just the timing. has You have to start asking those questions just because of the timing of the situation. So... Dallas looked uh, – they looked at a quarterback this year in the draft. And Jerry Jones openly talked a lot about Max Duggan uh, of TCU, mm-hmm. a player they didn't take. But they spoke about you – know, we, we were looking at a quarterback. I remember a couple of years ago being – tell me if I'm correct. Yeah, I, I should go pull up my book here. But what was it maybe three, four years ago they used a fifth-round pick on Mike White? So we're talking about a day-three pick, which is basically when Jerry drafts guys. Stephen McGee was a day-three pick. He was a fourth-rounder as well. So you gave up a a – day three pick for a position that you could have potentially taken this year, but you didn't because you didn't have the guy you wanted and you could have taken next year looking at that. So I don't understand the issue of people like, oh my gosh, fourth round pick or third day pick. That That's when they were going to do it. They were never using the first or second round or third round pick on a quarterback. That's just not Jerry's MO. Secondly, many times on this DallasCowboys.com, these podcasts, people have openly said, you should do what Ron Wolf used to do. Draft a quarterback each year. Always be developing a guy. Mike McCarthy's spoken about developing guys. When Bill Parcells was here, he used to say, I want to churn the bottom of the roster. He said, the bottom of the roster is constantly going to be changing around. I'm looking for people to take your job. Will Greer, as you spoke about, okay, nice player, but is he put your chips down on Will Greer or 23-year-old Trey Lance? I would put my chips down on 23-year-old Trey Lance. If he develops into something, fine. It's a lottery ticket. If he doesn't, you move him out the door. And people tell me, oh, my gosh, he's going to make $5 million because he makes $924 million. What are we trying to save Jerry Jones money for? Jerry money. He's going to figure it out. I, I'm not as offended as Cowboy fans are. Trey Lance is due to start four games in this league. He doesn't, know, he doesn't know this offense. Will Green, I spoke to Will when he first came here after that first. He said, man, I had to spend the whole year playing catch-up because you guys already know, haven't played it, install's already over. Mm-hmm. You trying to run up in here now and learn it, you know. It's Good like, luck. Yeah, like calculus book. You're behind. Mm-hmm. So Trey Lance this year, it, 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 for him to do something, it, that means people got to get hurt, okay? Folks got to get hurt in order for him to get on the football field. This is about Trey Lance learning the offense. Then we go into camp next year. Let's see what he can do. But this this thing is not like the the folks at the debate shows wanted to make you think that this oh, dude no. right behind him, oh. like Michael Vick, <laughs> was going up here to play Philadelphia, <laughs> right, and you nah. had Donovan. Nah, nah. this ain't it. Nah. This ain't that. Nah. But no and I'll, I'll end this thing here. Bill Walsh went around the room in San Francisco and asked all his assistants, which included guys like Mike Holmgren, we got an opportunity to trade for Steve Young. Everybody raise your hand and want Steve Young. Nobody raised their hand. Bill Walsh went out the door, and he already made the trade. Um, he thought there was something in Steve Young that he wanted to have. Keep in mind, at this point in time, Joe won Super Bowls. 
he didn't, you know, Joe's been the guy that coaches, assistant coaches. I mean, that's our guy. They didn't want any competition. I think Bill Walsh was proven correct. <laughs> Bill Walsh asked the question after he'd already done it. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for permission. He, he, uh, what you, you the, think about it? When you after the, already when you, the G, when you head coach and GM, you can do that. I'm gonna give you all the opportunity to jump on this train. No, and nobody fools. I love you, fools. I love it. Bill, Bill Belichick drafts Jimmy Garoppolo while well, he's got Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Did he ask Tom? Ain't asked Tom. It's what it okay. was. I mean, this this if if Stephen Jones is going to be true to what he says, we're in the talent acquisition business, and it's three three sixty five. Okay, then it's three sixty five. If Dak Prescott goes out and does his job, guess what? It's nothing. It's nothing. He controls so much of this conversation. Absolutely, he controls it. So that's my piece. That's why. That's why I think the issue comes in at. To where, okay, if he doesn't, he controls it, right? Let's say he has off season, and that, that's when that's when it becomes an issue. <laughs> not we're not we're not. Th- this isn't an issue. Like I said, if he goes out and he's the Dak Prescott that he's doesn't balling. lead the league, in, like good. it's not an issue. Then it's an issue if it doesn't if it doesn't work out that way. As the Cowboys turn, isn't it a beautiful thing? It is cut <laughs> down day. Drama. It is I cut down drama. day, and uh, the the official roster of who's going to be released is still a couple hours away from here. But let's just give our own thoughts. As we, we're kind of we talked before, keep it three tight ends. Keep three. What what do we do here? What do you want to see? Especially now that Trey Lance has taken away a spot from somebody. <laughs> he's going to be on his fifty three. <laughs> he's going to be on the fifty three. There's another one. There's another one. <laughs> Hey, hey, it is what it is. This team gives us so much to talk about. That's why you tune in to the Players' Lounge. Brought to you by Tostitos right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pataya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
The Emmy Award-winning docuseries Deep Blue presented by Pepsi is back. Check out the seasons, this season's fourth episode on Cowboys Now, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit DallasCowboys.com slash Deep Blue. All right, Heck Harris, appreciate you very much. This is got his shield up. Preseason is Here we go. Dropping rock bottoms on you. Not the people's elbow. Yes, yes. This is Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos. That is Heck Harrison, Barry Church, former Cowboy safety. He is Danny McRae, former Cowboy safety. I'm Newey Scruggs. Okay. I feel like we left that last segment that there was some, there was, there was still, people still had thoughts and feelings no, I just, uh, no, mm-hmm. I, about Trey Lance and Dak Prescott. No, no, no. My, listen, it's not, I don't think that Trey Lance is here to take Dak Prescott's spot. I think, like I said, the reason why it's such a big deal is the people are, if you say, all right, Trey Lance is here. We already trying to see what Dak Prescott is going to do. Coming off two back-to-back losses, San Francisco 49ers, where he did not show up like like we expect him to show up, right? And then he led the league in interceptions last season. So people are saying if that continues, if that's an, if that if that's the thing that's going to happen this year, that's when this could possibly blow up into something big. I don't believe that Trey Lance is out here to take Dak Prescott's spot, but I believe you then open it up to the conversation to where if the season starts off and it's rough. There will be a conversation because contract talks are going to come into that, and then also we picked up Trey Lance. Do I think he's better than Dak? And he, I know I don't, but that's that's going to be the conversation. It's a natural conversation to have. So you think it's just like it'll be unnecessary drama if if we end up starting rough early? Listen, if you get bounced out the first round of playoffs and have a bad game again, is it unnecessary? I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm talking about early in the season. Like you said, early in the season. No, that's what I'm thinking. I'm just saying. Yeah, but but okay, you go back to early in the season. You gotta know the offense. Will Greer just spoke a couple days ago about feeling comfortable knowing the checks and everything else. I ain't talking about the coaches that like they I'm sure they're like, man, there's no I'm talking about the outside noise. Yeah, the, the, and, outside, the outside yeah. noise is yes. And people say go. all the time, hey, I'm not hearing that. I don't, I don't talk about they it. Hear they hear it. That's exactly they, they, and what we were, you hear and that. what we were specifically talking about was Dak in the preseason uh interview where it seemed like he was bothered by the questions that he was getting about the acquisition of of Trey Lance okay. and the way that he answered. And and to me I noticed, like, Dak seemed a little bit more edgy. If you know Dak, the way he answers questions, he seems very scripted. He's always on code with everything Mm -hmm. that he has to say. For the first time I saw him, it looked... Eyebrows all the way up to his cap. He was he was he was a little hot. He was a little hot, intense about the situation, and I felt that it was more or less. And when I saw that, I was like, man, Dak is Dak reading his news. He's seeing what these people are saying about him. And it's and as much as you want to say that he's oblivious to it, he's got to be hearing the whispers about mm-hmm. interceptions in in training camp and oh, if Dak does this and what the expectations is. That's a lot of pressure on him. Mm-hmm. Yes, Nui. I think you feel. Was there anybody? who had more folks talking about their job and had the replacement lined up and in the building and out of the building. Then Mike? Then Mike? Absolutely not. Nobody. Mike McCarthy. And I I remember talking to Tony Dungy and Jason Garrett. We had interviews with NBC, and I asked them both about the pressure and what's going on. And he said, Mike's not going to worry about it. He's going to go out and coach his team. He's going to control the building. That's what he can do. And he did it. And if Dak has any... Issues or questions that someone should tell him the same thing. Go, go do this. Or Tom Brady was here. Hey, Tom, how'd you handle when Jimmy Garoppolo came around? 
your uncle, win the Super Bowl. Your uncle played with Terry Bradshaw, who they took number one in the draft. And for a while, Terry was not good. They had Joe Gillum. Started, the, started for the Seals on that Super Bowl team. Um, so th- this comes with the meal. We've seen great players who have to go through this. John Elway watched Tommy Maddox and old L.D. Bell get drafted in the first round. John kept on playing. So <laughs> Most recently, Green Bay just did the same thing. Thank you. But but that doesn't take away from him not being able to feel played about the situation. Like that, that's just a natural that's a natural thing. But he said, "Hey man, listen, being around this organization, I'm come to expect stuff like this to happen." Which means he's feeling slighted, not just about this situation. That I mean this is something that's consistent with him. That probably behind the scenes that we don't know about, where he's like, "Here we go again with the same old, <laughs> same old stuff." With the same old stuff. He's like, "So I don't even. I don't even think it's the noise. I think it's something internal where they, you know, hey man, listen, you told me, you told me you was gonna tell me, bro. And then here we go, here we go again. You know, I'm gonna ask, you gonna ask questions later. Like yeah. that's. I think that that's what the face looked like to me. Wow. When, when, specifically when he said, I just come to expect this type of stuff from around here in this organization. I was disappointed by that too, man. Reading between the lines on that one. <laughs> why, why, why I was disappointed because he's made over $80 million since he's been here. And, and right now he's in a position that they put a team around him, a defense around him. Uh, they brought in Brandon Cooks. He has everything right now to be positive about this team going out on the field next year. Still got and feelings. A, I understand that. Feelings. I understand they, they that. They made him wait, didn't they? They made him wait to get that 80, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> they made him wait. I mean, at the, at the, listen, we talked about this for a whole year on the show. We were sitting there talking. We even went to the conversation. We're not even sure if they believe it wait or not. Man. So in, in the year that he was, oh, we're talking about the year that he, he was. He did the franchise, franchise tag. Well, how much he make on the franchise tag? Yeah, but that's Was it 30, $35 million? Yeah. And then he came right back and got a $66 million signing bonus. Yeah, that's my facts. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, I get, when the when the money, if somebody's paying you $40 million to do a job and you've only won two playoff games since the time that you've been here and you have a team in front of you that can actually, you can see that the, we can get there with this group of guys, I'm not worried about Trey Lance. They didn't bring, it, it's not like they brought in Aaron Rodgers. Now, they brought in Aaron Rodgers, or they drafted a guy in the first round. Then I'd be like, hey, man, look, now, wait a minute now. What's going on? Wait a minute now. That's my money right there. Am, am, I, am I being clear here? I don't think that Dak is worried about Trey Lance taking his spot. I understand uh, that. I was, okay, yeah, I was going to yeah, make sure. Yeah, I got okay. that. I want to make sure. Uh, and, then, and then, again, franchise tag. All most players get upset besides Tony Pollard when they get franchised. <laughs> what did Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard didn't even let that eat drown. What that? What that? Carl Lewis in the office. He was like, he got the franchise tag, got paid thirty. All quarterbacks that got franchise tag was upset. Yeah, except for Kirk Cousins. Except for Kirk Cousins. He was upset. He just, you know, he knew who he was at that point. He was like, Look, and I know exactly why guys hate the franchise tag and what that means for playing under that for one million dollars. But let's, I mean, for for one year for the, the the dollar amount. But let's not act like this. After all of that, the franchise didn't take care of him, and he's made a lot of money. I'm. All the money aside, the expectation is there for Dak this year that if he doesn't go to NFC Championship, let's call it that. We're gonna call it a failed year. Can can we get there? Because he he ghosted he he ghosted Tom Brady and lost to, to San Francisco, and that's we twelve and five last year, and still that was a failed season. I gotta see how we lose. I ain't gonna lie to you. If, if it don't I'm, happen, I'm I gotta, I gotta what, see. What are the circumstances? Because because that, that a new, uh, the Super Bowl with Philly and uh, and Kansas City just a minute ago. Ain't nobody blaming Jalen Hurts like that, saying that it was a failed nothing. Yeah. I am. 
<laughs> you know. Hold on, my bad. My bad. Of course, of course you are. Y'all know who they blame, though. Y'all know who they blame, though. <laughs> I could not. Y'all know, know who they blame. Y'all know who they blame. I'm saying, man. No, exactly who they blame. With the number one offense. Hey, listen, mm. that going to be all right, man. Big Mike Big Mike going to take care of him. I, I, I don't doubt it. You might see Trey Lance on a, on a, on a quarterback sweep. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so, uh, Chris Beam during the uh, broadcast. Uh, so, last 20 years. This is what the Cowboys have done in terms of drafting quarterbacks last 20 years. 09, Stephen McGee, fourth rounder. Then they drafted Dak in 2016, fourth round pick. Drafted Mike White, fifth round pick. And then Ben DiNucci. Gucci DiNucci. Took him in the seventh round. Did any of those work? One? No. Dak. <laughs> oh, Dak. But, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, but now let's talk about outside of that. No, outside, outside of <laughs> that, bro. Dog, you got to watch so him, bro. Mike, Mike you really got to watch him. Bro, Dak is on the team working. I'm talking about those, bro. Mike White won a game. Mike White won one or two games in New, in, in New York. Oh, and people, so people did any of those, gym, outside but, of Dak, did any of those work? Nah. Okay. I have to say no. Who are you talking about? 0-1, Carter. Quincy. <laughs> I ain't gonna say Quincy got done. I ain't gonna say that. Newell, you need help, man. So, What's the matter with you? Using a fourth rounder is something that the Cowboys would have done on a quarterback. Right. We've got the proof right here. Mm-hmm. So, a fourth rounder on Trey Lance, I just don't think it's that big a deal. On a 23 year old quarterback who you had a second round grade on, and you say, hey, we're going to bring him in here. We see what we have. We got a guy right here. Somebody else won't want in the bullpen. We'll see what we can do. He's got to learn the offense, though. I mean, Trey Lance was a guy who was getting drilled, okay, on social media. Thank Can't you. play. He can see the feet. I mean, Trey Lance, it's amazing. Before he got traded to the Cowboys, this dude was deaf, blind, and, and just bad. Thank you. Okay? Thank you. He was he in was, a running offense. I mean, he couldn't beat out Sam. I mean, he, 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 he lived up to every negative stereotype you say about a mm. black quarterback. I'm not him. Move him out. I mean, one thing that he said is that he needs to go be a wide receiver. Yes. That was the next thing. A tight end. All we knew was Bill Poling in the Coming no, in. No, like, no, 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 Putting a package or something for this man to get in. No, no. At any point. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, right, make sure we on the same page. He, like, can, run, he can run, can he? Like a Taysom Hill type deal. You think? You think? No, no, no. He's not gonna throw the ball, bro. I don't know. If you want to throw the Tim Tebow package, I'm telling you, quarterback sweeps. You watching them shows, aren't you? You watching them shows? You don't. It's no problem. You don't want Dak to get hit, right? Dak ain't been running like like he usually run all this stuff because he has injury problems over the last couple years. What I throw Trey Lance into. A, a little running, yeah, yeah. They ain't got to be wildcat. I'm gonna mm. fool them. Mm. Fourth and one, we ain't got, we don't have no goal line back anyways. Yeah, we my quarterback. We love that controversy yeah, coming, boy. Yeah. Y'all know that controversy <laughs> gonna come as soon as he run into the end zone. Oh, hold nah, on, nah, nah. See, <laughs> yeah. hold on. Not we might have some. <laughs> go from one, one play next week. He might get three in there. You remember, you remember what happened to T-Roll, Don't you? <laughs> All right, go. Don't don't even go there. Don't put that on me. That ain't what I'm saying. Uh, not happening. I just want to. Let's take a break. Our second break. Let's take it now. Right here on the Players Lounge. Brought to you Boys by Tostito on happened. Dallas Cowboys. What this man getting snaps for?
It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together. We cry together, and we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. Experience the feeling of game day every day at Miller Lighthouse at the start. Now open just steps away from Tostitos Championship Plaza. Miller Lighthouse featuring a cooler full of grab-and-go beverages and snacks. Tailgate games, a rechargeable lounge, Dallas Cowboys photo ops, and complimentary concierge services. For more information, visit the star in Frisco.com slash Miller Lighthouse. All right. Thank you, Heckma Harrison. Okay. Speaking of a slash, no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Dig yourself. Dig it. The kids don't know that. The kids don't know that Cordell. today. You are dating yourself, sir. Hey, that's how I started with okay. Cornell. Old school. Was in there with O'Donnell. Let's give him another package. <laughs> Negativity from Danny McCray. Cordell Stewart. Next thing you know, the jerseys Barry was in the Church. shop. Hey, was that Neil O'Donnell was the that quarterback? Was, it was Neil O'Donnell. Uh, it was over for yeah. Neil after that. Yeah. Remember the Pittsburgh Number team, 10 is so. taken here. Thank you. Number 10, Number 10 is he's, taken he's, here. He's electric. <laughs> Heckman Harrison, reel him in. I'm Newey Scruggs. I nah, can't man, reel him they... in, man. I can't, I can't reel him in. All right, two okay, all right. Cowboy uh, all right, yeah. So in, who going uh, to make the 53? Before we get into the 53, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. We, we, we saw an injury happen in the, in the game to Josh Ball. Man, who they had him at right tackle, and then somebody, the first round pick from the Raiders, the Raiders ran through it, fell down. And y'all got it. Coach, Coach McCartney said it's a multiple week injury for uh, old Josh Ball. Mentally? Oh, no. Nah, let me quit. I'm no, just well, no, it was it was a, it was it was a rough rep. It was a rough rep, but 
That was, you know, that was that was kind of yeah, that he ain't the only person that we didn't see get done like that. Like people have bad reps. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's going to be out multiple weeks. So the position I think we all agree right now that is ha- it's got us worried mostly offensive line. Yeah, yeah. definitely the offensive line. So Josh Ball was a guy that they were you know they put him out there at right tackle so he could get reps. And Josh was excited to go out there because that's where he came into the league as a tackle. So he's now hurt. Uh, the was it, how do you pronounce it? Odoga? He's been hurt yeah. here for the Cowboys. So I am worried about when they make these final cuts, Who's good, how, how deep do they go on the offensive line? Should they try to take someone who they may cut, get on the phone, and call somebody and see if they can get some O-line depth here? I, I, I think it's concerning. To. I mean, it's definitely concerning because we know what we have on the offensive line. I mean, at one point, all these guys, you know, you know the, the – Tyron Smith, Zach, they were all great, but they're getting up there in age. And as we've seen, the backups to, you know, our swing. Well, let's go. He's dealing with injuries. Josh Ball, we just talked about. Who, who's going to be that swing guy? Because we all know, I mean, there's going to be a musical chairs situation going on here at some point this year. It's a long season, 17 games. What are we going to do with depth back there? Heck, you got any thoughts? I mean, it's just. It's... No, I'm, the thing with Josh Ball is he got plenty of opportunity at guard when uh, Zach Martin was out, right? So we we gave him all that opportunity at guard. Then in the pre- last preseason game, we move him back out to his natural position at right tackle, and then we see him get blessed. All right? So let's just call it what it is. Let's just call it what it is. Um, <laughs> at some point, and, and the thing that you guys know is that everybody is combing these rosters right now looking for. Whatever, fool's goal. Let's see if we can turn him to a guy that can work in our system. And I'm positive that the Cowboys are doing the same thing. Like you said, you have to. to. I'm so glad we got Tyler Smith. I'll tell you that. Because his his ability to play inside and outside, I think, is going to save us a lot of headache this season. Okay. Depending on – so you get to go decide, like, where you really need to get that position at. Should we go get us a, a, a guy who can play guard because we know that Tyler Smith can get bumped out if there's an issue? Mm-hmm. I think he gives you a lot of versatility. That is the positive. Zach Martin's back. Terrence still to be playing. Tyron Smith hopefully healthy uh, this whole season. And we know if he's healthy, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. That is the ideal world, but yes, we need some depth. I am I am worried about Biotish in the middle. That that's that's my worry, and I think a lot of what we've seen with Dak in those years that he hadn't been successful is been the pressure that he's getting up middle up the middle. When he came in the league, Dak was not getting touched. Y'all know that yeah. Travis Frederick. That whole offensive line was fortified. Yeah. Dog, he was he was that even though he wasn't throwing for a lot of yards, he had the running game and the offensive line to boot. Now over the years, he's starting to be he's starting to get touched a lot more and. I'm looking at Biotis. If that ankle injury ain't, isn't right, man, that's where we may be in trouble. Made the Pro Bowl last year, so we started to see him really start to maximize his talent. But if they stay healthy, you got Tyler Smith. I mean, I, I mean, you know, talk about Tyler Smith. Tyler mm-hmm. Smith stays. I mean, so you got Tyler, Tyler Smith at left guard, Zach Martin at right guard. That's some help right there. Right. I'm talking about the injury to Biotis that he, he suffered in camp. We hadn't heard much about it, uh, high ankle sprain or whatever it was that it was that they said. So, I mean, I'm worried about that position specifically. Okay. And I think Matt Farniak will probably be the, the backup center right there. So, look, there there's questions, and we'll see how they fill this thing together. But, oh, by the way, I must remind people, because we, we get in our cowboy silos so much. A lot of a lot of teams across this league that got issues. Philadelphia is one of the stronger units out there when it comes to the offensive line play. But there are a lot of teams out here that you're going to face that have got some issues here for the Cowboys. They, what's, what's my man that went up there to Buffalo? Connor, Connor McGovern. Connor McGovern. Yeah. He, he let us know why they got a new offensive line oh, coach down here. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. He went over and just told it on him. Yeah, man. We, I ain't never seen it. We did this one time when I was there. I learned so much more mm. up in Buffalo. Mm. Man, that was, that was, cap, man. Some guys going to Buffalo have a thought about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Deuce Vaughn, Cavante Turpin, we are going to put them on the 53-man roster. So that means you've got to go low. So I'm thinking now you're probably going to have three running backs and you probably have. Oh wow! Look what? at that. Rico didn't play, did he? Nah, he ain't playing. Uh-uh. So, I mean, showed you when Rico didn't play. That was it. He's that was it. That showed you. Rico was it. And then Lippy got it. Well, when we had the when we had the pass blocking like a bug. Everybody talking about Lippy after that. We after we had the podcast and I I asked Mike about the the pump block and it was just was he worried and he just said no. He had three of them before that were fine and he had a mental lapse. He said I think it'd be fine. Just no, you can't let him inside. Then I I thought okay, Rico's fine. So so. So if you don't, you know, Pollard, Rico, Deuce, those are your three. Mm-hmm. Tight end, probably go with three there. So you got Ferguson, Hendershot, Schoonmaker. and uh, Schoonmaker, draft pick. Mm-hmm. That means McEwen is probably free. So so that allows you to go get it. I mean, Davis, everybody, a lot of teams have mm-hmm. a Davis. McEwen, there's going to be a lot of teams that have a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you linebacker, you may have to let some folks go here. You know, that's right going to be a tough, I mean, be a tough you know, group to cut down on. Some people man, recognize, yeah. especially with Fossil. Yeah. You know, he's going to be um, you, you know, a special teams guy. He's going to stand on the table for you. If, you. if you didn't play special teams and maximize your ability on special teams as a linebacker yeah, that's, this uh, this preseason and this uh, training camp, shame on you. Your your guy, Simi Fejoko, may have <laughs> Maybe tough. My guy, You're your guy. He had a couple catches the other night. Yeah, I think it's a wrap. He had a couple catches the other night. How long was he playing? You <laughs> think they'll bring him back? No, if, if, if it does game, happen, if it practice does squad? happen. Probably so. Probably, probably, yeah, he can get a little practice squad action. There you go. There you go. So, cuts are coming up here. Hour 15. Man, it's going to be some surprises. I believe it's going to be some surprises on the defensive line is where I'm, where I'm looking. Um, Chauncey Golson is a guy that I was pulling for. I talked about him at the beginning of the camp, saying that he had to have a good camp. Yeah. So, hopefully he put in enough work. Um to get on the 53, I know a lot of people have been asking questions about him specifically. He's got position flex. Though. Is your guy going to make the team? I think so. Neville? I think, I think he might I think he might slide that would be in there. Yo, he he, he would straight up slide in there if he did. If he did, it's, yeah. it's going to be tight. But Kelvin Joseph is going to make this team. He is. He is, man. Yes, yes. He made an impact. Hey, he made hey, an I impact. heard people team. talking about him on the radio. I'm listen, like, I don't I know listen. why you guys are slamming this. It's going to make the team. I'm, I'm growing, he's growing on me as a player. Um, he could be one of your six. But I'm sitting there and I'm saying, goodness gracious. <laughs> as soon as you sent that text about <laughs> lining up outside. He lined up. Mm. How many times have you seen a corner <laughs> line up? That's a tough thing to do, man. Outside. <laughs> in the slot. That's He's a, a tough teachable thing to moment. Do. Yeah, in the slot. He's a teachable moment, that's young tough, man. To teach BC. Oh, he was locked in. I, <laughs> put him on the Garrett vision and make it hot. It was so it clear. Was circling. The ref was like this. <laughs> he he, <laughs> he, he should have pointed over at the ref <laughs> like this. <laughs> He, yeah, he, that's a tough thing. You're the to only do, one man. I was up. That's that's a tough thing to do. The but yeah, special position. teams. That's why. But yeah, he made an impact. Yeah, he's gonna be. But he growing on you. Know where your this no, as, as a special teams. Okay, player. all right. I want to make sure. I'm, as a special teams player, <laughs> I would love to see him continue. I'll just about to clip that, clip that, clip that, five. 
Mm. <laughs> That's what I want to see him at. And shout out to my dude Demon Clark because he's been had a hell of a season. He gonna ball out. Yeah, I think he gonna ball out for sure. But that's mm. gentlemen, this was fun today. This was mm. fun. I appreciate twelve time, Emmy. I appreciate 12, the conversation. Twelve time, boy. Man, tell you what, man, that balling not on the budget. That's when the borrow one. Nah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Now, if you ever want to loan out yeah, one, sure. you know, if you want to have a, you know, like a Christmas party or something, I could put it up there on the mantle. Be like, yeah, got me an Emmy. Nah. Mm-hmm. Barry Church, Emma Harrison. Danny McCray. I'm Nuri Scruggs for Chris Beam, Jazz, Will, Josh, everybody who's a part of this. We will do it again Thursday, right? Yeah. It's Tuesday, so mm-hmm. Thursday. Thursday it is. Thursday it is. Thursday we will get down one more time right here on the Players Lounge. Tell a friend about it, okay? You know, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, wherever you get your shows. Put us in there. Lock us in. We always try to have fun as we do this thing. Take care, everybody. Trey Lance package. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!